Hello and welcome, Uber Sinkies. We're so, so delighted that you came back for another episode. And this one's a special one. This is just for you. We're doing all this just for you. It's a whole week just for you. It's a whole month just for you, for your special day. You know why? Because you survived another year. That's right. Today, we are doing top five ways to celebrate a birthday. Welcome to Uber Cinco the podcast game show where we deep dive top fives. I'm your host for today, Mitch Brinkman, and our contestants. Uh, I wish we had better ones, uh, but this is what we have. <laughs> and so our first guy, he's he's a, he's a pretty cool cat. He's, uh, he's a nice gentleman, and uh, it helps that he shares a birthday with my own brother. Uh, please welcome in uh, our young uh, king, Brian Ernst. Hello, sir. Hello. It feels weird when this episode comes out. I will be 31 years old, officially wow. into my 30s, as opposed to a 30-year-old. It is starting for me. <laughs> what is? Being old. Oh, oh. Oh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> You're welcome, thanks, guys. Thanks, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> you old fuck. To, to all our listeners out there, just remember, uh, age is just a number. Uh, it's all in how you feel. So if you feel awful, yeah, you, yeah, you're old as fuck. So um, <laughs> uh, maybe eat a vegetable. Okay. And our next guest, uh, I used to live with him. Um, his birthday's uh, art is is uh, is is normally a raucous time for for him and I when when, when we're together. Uh, we we haven't gotten to the to the pony park, which we said we would that one time. We never got there. We need That's to right. go. Let's go throw down some cash on some foals. He's my number one guy, <laughs> Nathan Hennenfent. Hello. Yes. Welcome. Hopefully racetracks will be available this summer and we will go bet on some ponies for my birthday. Nothing would make Hell me yeah. happier. That, that sounds absolutely wonderful. Um, you guys, I'm excited for today. I love birthdays. Don't always like celebrating my own necessarily, but I love going to birthday parties. Brian, you know this. Uh, one of the the most annoying things I think about me is that I always have a birthday party to go to, at least in, in the, the before times. Um, and uh, they're fun. You know, they come around once a year. You can set your, set your watch to them. They're always the same time every year. Um, they don't change. And so th that's that's very nice. Um, but before we get going here, just I want to remind everyone, if you've heard the show before and maybe you have a couple thoughts, we're great. Maybe we suck. I don't know. But visit bizbear.biz <laughs> and drop some suggestions or questions and your wonderful words of input could end up right here on a future episode. And before we get this party started, uh, let's just get everyone reading on the same page. Okay. Everyone, can we, can we go to page 15? Great. Okay. Now let's give everyone a quick rundown of the rules. Each player in the den has spent time with today's topic, arranging their top five answers in order of importance. Those answers have been submitted to the host who will moderate the game, awarding points to the player with the most poignant answer. Starting with their number five choice, we will move up the ranks until we reach each of their top answers. But if both contestants happen to have the same answer on their list, well, we have an Uber you will hear the official Uber Cinco siren, and both players must reveal their answer and what number they ranked their submission. An Uber stare down is all or nothing, with one player earning three points. After all answers have been read, the host will reveal the final score. 
Okay, everyone everyone uh, knows how to play or uh, you're bored by hearing the rules again because you're uh, very advanced and I'm sorry public education doesn't move faster for you. But, I mean, they still explain coin tosses before football games for, for whatever reason. So give us a damn break, okay? And don't forget, stick around until the end of the show, my man, because I'm giving you the top five bands that share a name with a horse. That's a delicious fast five. <laughs> so hang in there for that one. And as host, of course, I'm entitled to institute a house rule for today's game. And it's simple, you guys. This one's simple today. Whichever birthday celebration I would do myself, the one I like the most, gets an extra bonus point. But here's the wrinkle. I've already awarded a bonus point before the show. And that one will go to Nathan. Now I'm going to award one another one at the end after I hear everyone's, you know, reasonings and arguments for why their birthday celebrations totally kick keister. So here we go. With that, Brian, you won the pre-show jump off with a vertical of 14 inches. Jesus, really, Nathan? Uh, <laughs> boy, you said you could dunk. Okay, uh, Brian. It's been a rough so couple that, of weeks. <laughs> oh, I know that one. Here, let me take another slug of my Irish coffee here. Mm. Brian, that means you're going to start us off. I just want to go on but, record. That yes. was a standing still vertical, no running jump. That was just. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah, okay. yes. Standing still. Yep, still got yep. the spring in my legs. Um, little leapfrog I am. Here we go. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Uh, I, we, we've always said, Brian, if you chose basketball over video, you, you'd be, you know, playing somewhere in Europe right now. So, okay. Um, <laughs> so please give us your number five way to celebrate a birthday, Brian. Take it away. Even Europe's very generous. Thank you, Mitch. Uh, <laughs> my number five way to celebrate a birthday is a quiet backyard barbecue. No frills. This is Aww. beer, brats, burgers, bags, beer, bros, and beer. This is uh, <laughs> What's that, the, the eight B's. Is that how many B's? Yes, that? that's the. <laughs> it is eight B's, correct? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <right>. points. Um, <laughs> that's a bonus point to Nathan for doing quick math. You know, I love quick math. So, uh, this is like where I like just having the the parental units man the grill while I shovel in potato salad with a serving spoon. There's a cooler full of everything from the cheap PBR to that $16 sixer of that weird local brew I always wanted to try. And maybe mm -hmm. some maybe some cider if I'm feeling frisky. I don't know. It's it's spring. Oh. Um, uh, you hope and pray it doesn't taste like a the, the beer doesn't taste like a fucking IPA, like a disgusting bottle of perfume I could have gotten at Macy's. You know, I don't like those. And <laughs> when I taste oh, that beer, okay. and it doesn't taste like the IPA. I know it's going to be a good birthday, so it's going to be rad, you guys. Uh, and then you go back out <laughs> into the grass, you sink a few cornhole ringers, giving you the W as you and your partner celebrate with the victory third burger and second ear of corn slathered in butter and extra salt. So that's oh you're going to real a lot of these revolve around food. <laughs> so this one is definitely just chowing down on barbecue while you get to get to play outside like a kid. Yeah, when I when I read your list, I was like, oh, this could also be the list of a guy on death row for his last <laughs> meal. You know, uh, <laughs> you that's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, this is this is a lot of that list. If I, not that I'm gonna end up on death row, but if I did, this list would be similar <laughs> in this order. <laughs> okay, is this is this a fantasy birthday celebration because you're actually win winning at cornhole? Because I played with you, and <laughs> come on, brother, you're not ringing it. Uh, 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 I'm kicking your your tootie booty all all day. 
No, because the best part of it is like when you play, especially with my dad, every time somebody else makes a point, you just get to hear my dad. That's my partner. So that's <laughs> <laughs> that's part of the victory right there. Just as long as whoever's playing with him does well, you're going to be entertained. <laughs> that's good. That, that I, sounds wonderful. That that's a that's a game that I I can have fun with for about forty five seconds, and then I just I just want it to be over. I just it's <laughs> oh I, it's just are it's, you that bad? At it? <laughs> I'm 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 average. I'm okay. completely average, but I just it's 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 standing with a le- a nice leisurely swooping motion of your right arm while holding a drink in the other hand. I mean, I just correct. It's better than basketball. That's what you're trying to say. Yes, I, I get it. I would, I would rather play drunk basketball and hurt myself terribly than <laughs> toss a, a bean bag at a, a wooden board. But but well, that's just good, my opinion. The good news is you you still get to be drunk playing cornhole. So that's, <laughs> that's, that's Could you imagine? Could you imagine doing something like that sober? It would be mind numbing. <laughs> Uh, well, that's how I win. I, well, I have to stay sharp. <laughs> <laughs> one of the worst injuries I ever uh, witnessed at a family get together was one of my uncles was playing drunk basketball and uh, he tripped on his own feet going for a layup and ran, his head went and ran right into the garage door. <laughs> and he went down on his... Uh, it, it, it sort of, it ended the game because he, he didn't feel like playing anymore, which fair point, you know, uh, a concussion and, and a and a... Bruised neck doesn't feel good. I thought you were um, going to say he got injured playing cornhole. And I'm like, ow. <laughs> oh, no. What's, what is the worst ever cornhole injury? I wonder. Like, do, do mean, you accidentally uh, it, take a step and your foot goes through the hole and you the whole thing topples over with you? <laughs> I'd like to see the, that happen someday. And then the Benny Hill theme plays and you're just yeah. running around the yard with it stuck to your That would be fine. I mean, the, the, there's the uh, the people who are walking through the game because they don't realize it's like a big barbecue, and they're like walking straight through the game, and then you try and knock the like the plate of pasta salad out of their hands with a with a bean bag. Well, but if it's a child, I aim. Get. Yeah, if it's a child, I aim for their head. Oh, smart! <laughs> yeah. Very smart. Yeah, because kids are top heavy; their heads are larger uh, in proportion to their bodies than what adults, you know, in that proportion. So, and how do they know? Um, I was easy way throw to knock a, a kid arc. over: go for the head. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. their fault. You mentioned this grass, Brian. Tell us about this grass. Is this grass like really um, clipped short? Is it like, oh, let's hold for no, siren? No, that grass is, I mean, it's so good. I mean, the cops come and check it out once in a while. It <laughs> is sure. uh, It is green. It is luscious. It is thick. Thick blades. Ooh. The kind of blades you can rip off, put between your thumbs and make that little noise. <laughs> that kind of grass. Oh. No crab grass, no grubs. No raccoons. Uh, if, if, you, <laughs> rac- if a raccoon can hide in your lawn, cut your lawn, people. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is this is a this is a delightful. This is a quiet. This is a this is a tasteful number five. I'm enjoying this. Um, for those of you who haven't met Rick Ernst before, get over to Rick's house, meet him, play some cornhole, touch his grass. Uh, you'll <laughs> you'll thank us. Um, let's let's move it along right 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 over to uh, to our. Pal Nathan or yes. enemy? I don't know what is. Yeah, whichever. Your old yeah. pal Nathan. Yeah, <laughs> that's me. Uh, my number five thing to do on your birthday. This is the one I've done the most in my entire life, mm. and that is nothing. Nothing. Oh. Just do nothing. This oh. is like this is like when George is this on is purpose or is this a show, lack of plans? This is no. This is a very carefully planned nothing. 
This is like George Costanza <laughs> okay, okay. pitching the show to Jerry. <laughs> no, we do nothing. Nothing happens. You wake up, then what happens? Nothing. That is a birthday to me because I I do not like having a birthday party because I get anxiety about everybody else having a good time. I get worried about the planning of it. I'm like, oh, have I remembered to invite everybody? Do I have everything I need? Blah, blah, blah. Then everybody's there. I don't relax because I'm like, is this person having a good time? Is that person having a good time? Is there enough uh, beer in the fridge? Is there enough hot dogs on the grill? I'm just and I can't. It stresses me out. One time, I think I've told this story before, but uh I, w- I think I was in high school and some friends, a group of friends had somehow come into some uh, plan to go to uh, Six Flags in St. Louis, Missouri on my birthday, mm. ride roller coasters, water slides, all that fun stuff. And you know what I said? I said, have fun. And I stayed home and I did nothing. And it was great. <laughs> it was completely <laughs> stress free. I relaxed. It was uh, it was just a day to myself. That is what I love to do on my birthday. I just love to chill and do nothing. No more horse track. I'm 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 not taking you to the ponies now. <laughs> well, we'll, you don't we'll, want we'll go the, the the day before the day, but just I oh, love okay, to okay. just relax. Just a day where I don't worry about anything and just sit on the sure. couch. I mean, so you know, how many times a year do I get to do that? I mean, only what two two hundred and fifty times. So you know, I just <laughs> I like to make it special. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah, so um, I, 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 I would comment but there's nothing to comment on so um, <laughs> let's move to Brian's number four uh, of his favorite way to celebrate a birthday Brian, you want to score us out first or um, I'm going to keep that private in this round <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping this one private okay you fine. know uh, I, I got nothing from Nathan so I'm not going to give him anything for, on this round so, so you'll find out after number four, thank you very much. All right, sounds good. All right, it's not because I forgot to score it in my head as you guys were talking because I was enjoying the conversation. Uh, it's because I want to keep it private. So okay, fair enough. I mean, I respect your yeah. wishes. Yep. Uh, yeah, number four, I feel like this is something uh, hopefully Nathan can relate to. Uh, this would be a casino visit with a loaded bankroll with preferably someone else's money. <laughs> um, <laughs> How did this- you come into someone else's money? It doesn't matter. It was gifted <laughs> to me for my birthday by an okay. unknown source. Um, not Grandma. only just okay. a visit with other people's <laughs> money. I need to be at a hot roulette table with at least two other interesting players. They need to be keeping the action alive, trading good stories and and playing bets together to increase the excitement. And uh, the best kind of guests who I believe I described to you off mic a little earlier is, is the high roller. You can constantly watch. You watch them go for it and live vicariously through their monster bets. This is not something you're ever going to do because you respect money more than these people. (laughs) These are the people who have gone to the casino for so long and made it such a part of their life that money has no value anymore. And that is just disgusting and sad. But the entertainment it provides to you of watching someone whip out a wad of nearly a thousand dollars and then watch them lose it all in one roll and then just keep doing it, just wondering how deep the wallet goes. It's kind of yeah. one. So for such a tiny little man, the one time I saw this happen, it was such a thick wallet. I'm like, <laughs> this guy gained six inches every time he put this wallet back in his pants and sat down. Now he's lost the six inches and he's back to being short. What are you doing? At least it was helping you out in the height department. And now it's the money's gone. And 
I, I understand the people. I guess if you have that much money, you can constantly just go for it. And that's your excitement. Fine. If it's not hurting anybody else or hurting you and it's in your budget, go for it. But you got to make it last because otherwise, what's the point? You're there for the fun of the ups and the downs. But you're hoping to leave up. There's that constant roller coaster. And if you're just <laughs> throwing money down, oh, it's gone. I'll put more money up. It's gone. Boring. But the second person who has to be at this table is someone who's playing just like you that you are rooting for each other. So if something hits, mm. you're celebrating together. Uh, if they decide they're going to say try something different on the table, you're going to go with them. And then like now you're both rooting together for something. And I like this when it's just a quiet group, when it's just like you and two other people, Max, when it gets up to like six, seven, eight people at a table, one now that is not safe Two, it's just not fun when there's that many things happening. Plus there's less spins per hour. Then it's like, all right, well I'm here to make guesses and see the outcome. If there are eight people trying to do this, we're going to get four spins in an hour because everyone's counting chips and moving things around. It's not fun anymore. It's like you want the roller coaster. You want to get in. You want to get out. You want to have your fun. And especially if I'm either printing or losing someone else's money. Happy birthday to me. All right. <laughs> I, I have a I, you're right. I can relate to this as a. Uh, Member of the gambling community, <laughs> I have, um, <laughs> there. You touched on something uh, the getting more spins in, not necessarily so you can win more money. And the people, the most fun thing about uh, gambling in general and roulette in particular is not when the number lands and you win; it's when mm-hmm. it's spinning, when the ball is in the air, mm-hmm. and before anything could yes. happen. What's gonna happen? You don't know. It's that feeling of anticipation. That's what people get hooked on when they get hooked on gambling. That's what's exciting. There's a, a quote. I can't remember who it was from. It's some old gambling legend from back in the Vegas heyday. But his quote was, "The most fun thing in the world is winning at poker, and the second most fun thing in the world is losing at poker." And that's a bit extreme because I've had some uh, very long drives <laughs> home after losing at poker. But the sentiment is there, and. Um, I can't remember the second point I was going to agree with, but I. But, but the, <laughs> the fact is, you made some good points. <laughs> uh, I also like the people you get to meet at the table. I remember I was playing once, and this guy, he was just he was just like full of these like these one liners. He was sitting there and being like, da 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 da, and then there was a punchline. And then, but then one time he turned to me, and he was like, "Oh my God, Charles Lee Ray!" And he's like, "You know who Charles Lee Ray is." And I'm like, I, I forgot. And, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I think I knew at one point, but I don't know. He's like, that's Chucky. That's the Chucky doll. His real name, Charles Lee Ray. Let's go. <laughs> and he would just say things like that. <laughs> and I'm just like, I looked it up. Sure as shit. He was right. Ch- Charles Lee Ray is Chucky. <laughs> I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> so it's like getting those little weird tidbits from folks is, is kind of fun. And then uh, another yeah. guy once, he was just like, oh, yeah, uh, I'm here with my fiance. Uh, it was so weird. We got here and she forgot her ID, so she couldn't come in. And this is the first time I've been to a casino sober. So this is like a really weird experience for me. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. <laughs> so you're trying to be a responsible future husband and you're not drinking, but you're, you can't have fun without a beer in your hand. 
It's different. But, <laughs> okay. But they, and you so left, he, he and you left your wife in. at the door? She's just, <laughs> she still came she's in. Just, yeah, she was not there. I did not see her. <laughs> she's just out in the parking lot? That's. <laughs> I have no idea. He must have cracked a window for her, I hope, but I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, it's hard for me not to think about like the dealers who have to do de- like that guy who is dropping you one liners. Yeah. I'm sure that guy, like, you know, his, his name is, uh, his name is Charles perhaps is he, yes. he probably shares name with a Chucky doll, but he probably does those same bits on everyone. Right. They're like, Oh, Charles is back and let's let him, let him run his game on this new person. And you're like, Charles, do you want to bet? And he's like, Oh no, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm going to go to another table. And then like, you know, runs his, runs his runs material on someone same else. Gambit. <laughs> it's just like, dude, Oh God, you're right. The dealers are funny too. Cause the worst thing I hate is watching people win a lot and then not tip the dealer. Like that is like the oh, worst sure. thing in the world. Like when you find out what they make hourly, it's sometimes it's even worse than than restaurants like uh, like waiting staff. It is worse than that. Like you have to be tipping these people. One, they all pool them because they're constantly switching tables. So they have to pool tips. So if you're winning, oh. please tip these people because it's like they're, that's their livelihood. And especially like in places where they've been shut down for so much. If you get yourself in the door, please tip them because it's. That's that's a uh, that's a or, hard hard gig. I'll say, or also just casino owners pay them a living wage. We just do that too. Well, we just, you if know, we lived off. in a society where like that was just included, yeah. like I would totally do that. But yeah, but how do you get I, the big I, sprawling hotels when you pay people fairly? That's true. That's that's an excellent point. Uh, I was completely wrong. I'm sorry. Uh, well, you guys are a, looking for scruples for from people in the gambling industry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna come up empty. There's, that's a very fair point. I, I once met a very, very patient dealer in uh, Las Vegas. Uh, it's a city in uh, Nevada, big gambling town. <laughs> and it's, uh, uh, I was there, it was 2012, I was playing roulette. It was like 3.30 a.m. I was at that point of the night where every time, you know, the, the wheel started, I'd look at my friends and take a sip off my cocktail and like, you know, get a chunk of ice in your cheek, and you're just like, "Yeah, baby, this is we're living it right now." You know, it's you know, the lights are on, and like you should be in bed. And uh, well, the, the lights are always on, but um, I was, I was, uh, I, I was enough sheets to the wind that uh, my orange chips looked like my friend's red chips, and so I kept grabbing his chips by accident. And the Ooh. dealer told me like four times, he was like, "Sir, sir, sir," and finally. He like grabbed my wrist as I was unknowingly grabbing my friend, another Brian, his chips. And uh, and I was asked, uh, I was like, either he's like, you will be expelled from the casino if you do not stop stealing this gentleman's chips. And I was like, I know him. It's fine. <laughs> oh, my um, God. <laughs> I but 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 I left the table and because, you know, I, 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 sh- I had to go to bed and I did. And so thankfully I was not expelled fully. But um, thank you to whoever that that dealer was. Um, he looked like a Mike to me. I don't know. Mike, Mike, the dealer. Thank you very much. Uh, you were very nice. Um, but let's move it uh, right on back to Nathan for uh, his number four. We, we, we got to keep this thing rolling here. Number four. This is crafting your own surprise birthday party through dropping subtle hints throughout the year. <laughs> Ooh. So, oh, for example, always long term. I love for it. For example, one thing you could do is say that you like to do nothing on your birthday and and never have a birthday party. And then maybe that's something where (laughs) everybody around you will be like, oh, well, he doesn't want to have a birthday party, but let's throw him a party. It'll be hilarious. And then uh, (laughs) you get a party. And, uh, you know, you could uh, 
say, you know, you could say, for instance, like, oh, man, I've always wanted to go to the racetrack and I just have never gone to the racetrack. Or maybe your bowling is your thing. You're like, ah, you know, I just I just wish we could find time where everybody could go bowling or whatnot or say, oh, man, we haven't gotten together with uh, the Johnsons from down the street or the Smiths from two towns over or whatever in so long. Just, you know, keep dropping the subtle hints throughout the year. A little bit of self-pity thrown in there like, oh, you know, it's been a hard year and this is going to be a rough birthday. I'm turning 40 and I'm not quite ready to face it, blah, blah, blah. And you do enough of these, you can, uh, you know, mention your favorite foods, what you like to drink. Just cater the whole thing yourself if you get everybody, <laughs> everybody feeling the right amount of empathy and sympathy for you. Your birthday, somebody's going to be like, hey, uh, you know, just, just drop by uh, the bowling alley because I've got... Uh, I, I, that uh, lawnmower I borrowed from you three years ago, I'm gonna have it in the pickup out back. <laughs> and then they they invite you they invite you inside real quick to to have a have a burger or whatnot. And then boom, everybody's there. Bam, birthday party that you had designed and tailored exactly to your specific needs. <laughs> and you made everybody else feel warm and fuzzy because they thought it was their idea, but it was really yours. And that's how you do it. Genius. Wow, that's very smart. Very very smart. I, I have had uh, one surprise surprise party in my honor before, and it was at a bowling alley, now that I think about it. So oh. that was in 2008 when I returned from studying abroad. And uh, so a couple of friends of mine, uh, Laura Houston and Megan Mahoney, uh, childhood friends of mine, they, it was it was right around Christmas and they came over to my house. They were like, hey, we're going to we're going to take you out to the bowling alley for a drink, which is not unusual in my hometown of Roseville, where there's one leisure activity, the bowling alley, which also has a restaurant <laughs> and bar. And uh, so I was like, is oh, well, a, I'll just a, meet you a there. Pizza and Taco Bell as well. You can get pizza in the bowling alley. They, they, oh, okay, they serve good, pizza. good, good, good. Yeah. It's all covered. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. But they, they said, well, you know, let's go there. And the bowling alley is like Roseville is about 100 feet in diameter. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'll just meet you there. They're like, no, we're going to come pick you up. I was like. Why? There's literally no point from that. Like Laura's <laughs> backyard adjoins to my backyard. But anyways, they're like, they were there and I'm like, okay, come out. They're like, no, we're going to come in for a second. And I'm like, this is, this, none of this was adding up. And so the, they come in and they're You're like, I can see the bowling alley yeah. from my back window. Yeah. I can see it. Yeah. And they're, they're wearing their winter jackets. And I'm like, uh, they, they didn't take them off. I'm like, I'm like, so are we going? Are they staying? Are they like, and then, and then my mom and my sister walk in and they're like, bundled up i'm like oh are you guys going to the bowling alley too and then finally they all take off their jackets and they're wearing these t-shirts that say uh with picture of my face on it it says nathan's uh pub crawl and on the back it said uh it's the return of the mac you know that i'll be back (laughs) and uh (laughs) so then uh then we we get we get uptown to the the bowling alley and uh everybody uh like tons of friends who were home this is in college so tons of friends who were home from college like maybe 20 people were all there wearing these t-shirts and uh, it was a great surprise party so thank you all these years later to laura and megan for putting that together wow yeah this and is just a long commercial <laughs> yeah and thanks to all my friends uh next year who throw me a surprise party after i've planted the idea on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is uh, this is a powerful tool. Um, very impressive. Um, you have a bunch of friends who love you. Good for you. Uh, that's going to get you three points. That's going to get you three points. Nice job. All right. Brian, I'm also slinging you three for your number four. Um, but I have to say, I, 
I'm not a guy who likes to do nothing on my birthday. So Nathan, you're getting one point for your number five. And Brian, I'm 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 tossing you two points. Um I was only gonna give you one, but until you mentioned the grass and you talked about no grubs, no raccoons, that got you an extra point right there. So um Brian, let's let's hop back over to you for your number three. All right. My number three uh kind of ties in with uh Mr. Nathan's here a little bit. Uh Number three is just free run of a joint, whatever that is. So when I was a kid, it Weed? was wanting. What? No, 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 no. <laughs> free place. run of a joint, you said. A place. How can a how can a, a marijuana joint be a place? It's like an item that you smoke. Shut up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> when I was a kid, this was wanting to rent out the uh, the park district pool for a few hours. That was always my dream. Um, yeah. uh, because then you would have unlimited dives and unlimited water slide rides and it Hell was, yeah. it's a giant pool. So you can kind of go wherever. And they used to be able to do that. We never had that for a birthday party, but like once a year they would like stay open late for 4th of July and you could blah, 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 open up the deep end and you can just like hang out in the diving pool area and try and touch the bottom. Like that was what you always wanted to do. <laughs> that was always, <laughs> and that's enough. <laughs> As a no. high school, as a What's high up? schooler, it was like, oh man, now I just want to have free run of an arcade, like a Dave and Buster's or a headquarters. And now I think my ideal free run of a joint would be some kind of hybrid arcade in a Southport Lanes. Uh, for those who are not mm-hmm. from Chicago, it is a a four lane bowling alley, pool hall, bar slash restaurant. That may or may not still be open. That's kind of up in the I've air. I've got some bad news. Bad news. Well, it's, it may be safe dead. now. It's We're, we're going to see. We're going to hope it comes back. But yeah. um, you just want to keep the drinks flowing while you and a close group of friends and family, get, you get to bowl, you get to play pool, you're playing games, you get a little rowdy, you get some finger foods. You're in a, a location where it's like you can constantly jump from activity to activity while drinking whatever you want, eating whatever you want, and having a, having a good old time. So... Whether that be a pool when you're little or a pool hall when you are an adult, getting a free run of the joint is a great way to celebrate a birthday. Now, in in this in this joint you're you're renting um, that does have no, has nothing to do with marijuana. I'm so sorry about that. Um, uh, <laughs> you are are you, are you doing pitcher drinks? Or are you doing one by one pints? Or are you staying? Are you just having like Kool-Aid and water and milk? What's your I mean, menu? if it's my birthday, the beer that comes in a cooler or in a pitcher is not going to be enough for my birthday. Sure. I, I mean, I'm... We're, well, we're, beer doesn't get you drunk, Brian. We, correct. We said that before and we'll say it again. Yeah. Yeah. Beer doesn't get me drunk. It's it's just a fact yep. of life. Um, yep. So that's, I a, that's a quote that's been said by many an alcoholic over the years. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think it's open bar for everyone. You get to get okay. your own pint, your own mixed drink, whatever you want. But I'm drinking drafts that night. I'm not drinking a, a Coors Light for cheap out of a pitcher. I'm drinking yeah. whatever I want that's on draft. That's what I want. I went Just to like a, a delicious Lagunitas IPA, something like that. Or, uh, <laughs> gross. <laughs> I went to a company party that was kind of like this once. Uh, it was in oh. uh, so downtown Chicago at the Water Tower Place. Up at the top floor, they have Harry Carey's Restaurant, which is adjoining the Chicago Sports Museum. They've got like mm-hmm. they've got the basket where Michael Jordan scored his last uh, basket against the Jazz. You know, all kinds of cool stuff. But we had so we had free run of that whole thing. And there's like some you know basketball games or sports games and and whatnot for you to play as well. 
but they had uh, individual like little wheel cart bars set up all over the place and uh, everything was complimentary and it was an absolute blast, but it was about three hours in where I sort of developed the theory that they really just wanted to trim the fat of the organization <laughs> because they were just pumping all of us like top shelf liquor just on the house like and you could just walk from station to station and it that nobody would know that this was like your third scotch in the last six minutes um not what i did <laughs> i left intact but there were there were um that was on a friday and there were multiple firings on uh the monday morning due to the activities that wow. had, and i will yeah there was um yeah, I'll I'll just leave it there uh, as it is. Wait, you know. no, no, oh, no! Don't details, leave it there. Tell details. us, tell us something. Uh, Were, I, was I it nudity? To... Was it fights? Was it arguments? Uh, I believe arguments with Water Tower security was uh, what did oh, that'll do a it. couple people in. Yeah, that'll do it. That I think was the the one that pushed a few people over. Shit! It's not the first yeah. time I've heard of this. Of like somebody going, getting invited to. This happened to uh, one of Jenny's old coworkers. Went to Thursday night Christmas party because that's what the company always did mm. Thursday nights because it was cheaper. Yeah. Got drank too much, so they fired him on Friday. And it was what? like he didn't even really do anything. He just drank more than his fair share. That <laughs> was like it was, it was too expensive, so uh, he's gone. <laughs> the the previous party at the same company that was in the summer, we had a summer party up on the uh, Oak Street Beach right there um, near the Water Tower place. But mm-hmm. the I don't I think this is true, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Uh, but the uh, I know the firing happened and I, I hope that it's true because it's just too delicious. The director of HR was fired after the party because they at the party got drunk and started talking shit about the company. The director of HR. <laughs> so. That'll do it. That'll do wow. it. Oops. I mean, there, the, there are a lot of companies now that are thinking like, should we even have holiday parties just because it always ends up normally with either a higher up like that getting fired or doing something awful uh, or it's just, you know, a cost because you know, bottom line, it means everything now. But um, I, this is my this is my faithful plea to the people out there: have the holiday party. The holiday party helps. That's when you make friends with the other coworkers. At least you think you're like, we're gonna talk more. We're gonna have lunch together, and then you don't talk to them again until the summer party. Uh, but there's that <laughs> brief hour window where you're like, I am making new friends. That always happened to me at the parties. Um, I also was actually I I, I got the. Uh, it's like the number three in, my, in an old company mine fired because he got drunk and got handsy with me and uh, boom, got his ass fired. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I don't know why I'm bragging about that, but, you know, it, it can happen. It can happen. <laughs> Mitch, can that's happen. a win. That is a win for that's you. A win. Thank you. you know that's that. a win. I'm giving myself a bonus point. Um, yeah, good. Thank you very much. Um, <clears throat> all right. Uh, let's go. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to think of, like dig out here, but I think, I think we covered most of this year. Oh, Brian, are you, if you, if you're footing the bill yourself, are you, are you going to give everyone exactly what they want at the, at the open bar? Or are you just going to say like, just Coors, just, uh, you know, Canadian club? No, you can't set, if you're going to have people at your party, you're not setting limits. You know what? You Good. deal with the bill later. It's only money. You'll make more. So just. Just let people have fun, figure it out. And again, the plan is to have this on someone else's tab from the beginning. But if it's not the case, uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not going to restrict people from having fun on my birthday. Are you kidding me? No, 
You can That's only good. drink Bud Light Limes. Nothing else <laughs> on my watch. <laughs> no. I'm there. I, I love that. I love that. B- BLLs <laughs> are one of my favorite drinks. Uh, that's incredible. Okay. that's the, the, You earned back a point with that that response. Thank you for that. Um, Nathan, please deliver us your number three. This is a very Chicago-specific one. Um, sure. And not, not a big surprise. This is probably a very, very common aspiration. This is the Wrigley Field rooftop experience. And so if, if anybody doesn't know, you're sitting on a rooftop, follow me, across from Wrigley Field where the Cubs play baseball. And so mm. I have been to plenty of Cubs games over the years. First one I went to was in 1999. I'm guessing I've probably been to 40 to 45 lifetime games at Wrigley Field. And cool. uh, the Wrigley Field experience is, you know, it, it's very quaint, but it's a shitty stadium because it is uh, over a hundred years old and the seats are uncomfortable. A lot of the views are obstructed. The bathrooms are of poor quality. The food is terrible and way overpriced as it is in any professional sports stadium. So if the views are obstructed, you might as well sit outside of the stadium. And so once for a bachelor party, I have gone to the rooftop and I don't think I'm ever setting foot in Wrigley field again because the rooftop experience is so much fun. You, you get to you go in there and you, you have a nice air conditioned uh, oasis. So if you're ever feeling the heat, you can just pop inside where all your all inclusive food and drinks are uh, drinks. Same rule. No beer after the seventh inning. So drink up, boys. And they've ah. got the game. They got the game played on like a big 72 inch TV. So you're not going to miss anything. The bathrooms are in pristine condition and you're only sharing it with the, you know, I don't know, a few dozen people who are on the, the rooftop and not the 40,000 inside the stadium. And it is just, you know, you're not, since it's all inclusive, you're not paying $10 every time you want a pretzel. And I know you guys go through seven or eight pretzels by the fifth inning. So God, I love pretzels. (laughs) 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 I love them. I love them. I love the knot. I love the knot in the middle. It's my favorite part. All right. Sue me. Okay. uh, Keep going. It's a, it's a, it's a way better deal. And you, 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 there's kind of a camaraderie between the people, you know, usually it's like a group of seven or eight people that do these. So there's a few different groups and you're all sat there in the same little sequestered area on the rooftop and you kind of make friends and uh, you can see the game just just fine. I mean, it's baseball. You don't need to see that much anyways. Very little is happening. You hear the roar of the crowd, the crack of the bag. You turn back yep. and you look, you see whatever. And when I when I did this, um, it was a very fortunate experience because I said I've probably been to 40 to 45 Cubs games. And the week that I did this, I also there was a company outing to Wrigley Field. This was the year after they won the World Series. So still a very strong team. And the first game I went to that week, they won 17 to 2. And then the next one, they won 15 to one. So I saw them score 32 runs in two days. And I don't think from the other 40 games I went to, I saw them score 32 runs. So it was pretty <laughs> incredible. So anyways, that's uh, that's something I hope to do in the next few years for my birthday. Go back to the Wrigley rooftops and uh, enjoy America's pastime drinking in the sun. Um, a, a couple quick questions because I've never been on a rooftop before there. Do people live in those buildings ever below the rooftops? No, below them is they're pretty much just hollow. Uh, there's really oh, nothing okay. there. Yeah, I mean, like the lower level might still be like another auxiliary, like little, uh, you know, food service or whatever. But no, nobody's living in those buildings anymore. Okay, so here's a question then: Would you live in a first floor apartment of one of those buildings if you got? Because there's what uh, 81 home games a year. If you mm-hmm. got 40 free rooftop experiences throughout the season. No, 
Absolutely not. <laughs> no, wouldn't, like, I wouldn't, being I, anywhere that close to Wrigley Field during the season at all is too much. I mean, I'm. I, no. I, this is something I would like want to do once in a while, a few times a summer, but I wouldn't want to yeah. do it forty times. And no way. What if? What if they gave you like um like uh, like a plus three to every event? You could bring three people with you for free. So that's like 120 people, possibly maximum. I don't like that many people, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think I'm going to know any know enough people who are going to want to come back 10 to 20 times. I just and dealing with dealing with the Wrigley Field crowd day in day out, even game, days where it's not like a game day where it's just the drunks, or you're going to have to be that close to T box, which is the Christmas bar crawl oh, Wrigley <laughs> Field, around Wrigley Field, which is just the biggest shit show in the history of time. Uh, yeah. truly awful. A bunch of people in elf costumes getting sloshed by 10 a.m. and staying out until 2 a.m. the next day. So no, I would like to go visit the rooftops at Wrigley Field on my birthday, but I would not want to live there. Here's what I think could get me to live there is if they gave me the 40 tickets for, for home games and I yeah. got to sell those to make a profit off of them, but then the ones I kept were for concerts. I would go up and see whoever's playing Wrigley Field. Those I would go up and use as long as I could sell the game day ones and basically pay for my apartment. The, that, I that's, they, that's what I would do. I believe they set up the stage in center field, so I don't think you can see the concerts from the roof. No, I, I wouldn't even care. As long as I got the T, I would sneak a, a camera feed because I can do that. I'll run an SDI all the way from Wrigley Field up there so I get a nice little view and I can hear it. That's all I need. You could just well, fly hold your on. drone over. You're right. See? <laughs> done what if you're okay i I didn't mention this but but in my brain i was thinking you have to live in the building but it's rent free like all you have to do is like sign for like shipments of food and beverages and and whatever that might show up oh yeah rent free you you get a free oh rent free is a totally different story yeah i'm there interesting okay wow okay no it's because i because because i think there'd be a lot of people who wouldn't even do it rent free i think they'd be like I mean, granted, it's only 81 Nathan and days I would a year. Do a lot for to get things for free. <laughs> rent, rent free. We'll, we're only going to read the first four words of the next sentence before we sign on the dotted line. Also, if 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 you can bring guests to every single rooftop, imagine how much blackmail you could collect on people. I mean, your career is going to, you know, a rocket ship to the moon at that point. So. Um, you're the director will blow of HR. you to the moon is what you're looking for. It's the phrase <laughs> yes, you're looking for. Dang it. Dang it. That's my. Oh, I missed it. Oh, you know. <laughs> the, you know what they say? The hardest thing to hit is a major league fastball. So, um, okay. Uh, this is the, These are great number threes, you guys. Um, you should be proud of yourselves. Brian, I gave you three points. Nathan, um, thank you for going along with me on my little thought exercise. That's three points for you, too. Um we're gonna go snake this time. Let's go. I'm 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 feeling fancy free. Nathan, give me your number two. Uh, as you know, I like to play the long game on this show a lot. And this <laughs> sure. is this is one of those. This is having a grandiose statue of yourself erected in your honor. Um, <laughs> this, is, uh, this is gonna take some doing. You you might have to if you travel a lot for work. This helps. And uh, have a nice collection of, <laughs> of souvenirs. You can order them from Amazon. Have some souvenirs, some authentic souvenirs from various exotic European countries in your house. And then after you go on your business trip to uh, Sheboygan, Wisconsin, and you come back, <laughs> be, be wearing like like the latest in French fashion or, or some you know beautiful leather shoes from, from Italy and 
introduce yourself as the Viscount occasionally and then correct yourself and say, oh, no, no, it's, it's just uh, just Mr. Jones. Never mind. And sort of <laughs> sort of construct this alternate identity of your business contacts in Europe and uh, drop hints about some charitable charitable donations that you may have made to various organizations all the while, and it's going to take several years. You're going to want to be saving money and and searching out uh, various sculptors who are going to make this. You're going to have to pay for this yourself. I admit this is a big drawback. But then you uh, have the statue built of you looking absolutely majestic. And there's a statue at our alma mater, DePaul University, where the guy mm. has huge hands. It's very yes. strange. It's like a nine foot statue. And the man's hands are like two feet across. It's totally out of proportion, but it makes him look very commanding. So that's a technique yeah. I'm going to steal as well. This statue of me is just, it's going to be palming two basketball, two basketballs the size of Buicks. And, fantasy. Uh, so it's a fantasy yeah. statue. Yes. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Yeah, it's a, exactly. <laughs> I might, you know, I might be holding a sword in one hand and the basketball in the other or uh, doing the Michael Jordan jump pose like the statue at the United Center. But anyways, sure. you have the statue show up. And it says it's addressed to you, to Nathan, happy birthday from, and then just list a bunch of random European names. And this is like in honor of your charitable donations to the fund for <laughs> uh, orphans who can't live in Europe because they're too poor to live in Europe or something like that. Mm. I don't know, uh, because Europe's expensive and orphans don't have money, very famously. One of their uh, mm. one of the things they're known for. So anyways... <laughs> you create this alter ego of charitable stuff for yourself and you act completely shocked and surprised, but they've gone to this trouble to send you the statue. So you might as well keep it. And now you get to have this statue and the admiration of your uh, neighbors because of your mystique. They must think you're a great guy. This is the only way you're ever going to get away with having a statue of yourself built with people <laughs> not thinking you're absolute insane despotic tyrant. <laughs> Uh, it, it, what are the abs like on this thing? Or, or, or do you have a shirt on? Uh, well, probably, probably six pack. Eight pack is too, too much in the realm of fantasy. Nobody's going to believe sure. that. But if anybody sure. questions, say, well, you know, I haven't, I haven't actually uh, been over uh, to Lithuania where this was commissioned since I was mm. about 24. So, you know, I looked a bit different then. I was in much better shape. The metabolism was really firing on all cylinders. So you can get away with the six pack, but the eight pack, nobody's going to buy that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I totally get that. So Mitch, I, I have a, a picture in my brain of what I would make Nathan's sure. statue look like. I know he described uh -huh. him. He's palming two Buicks of basketballs. What, what would you picture it being? I mean, this is uh he's, it's, it's reminiscent of that Rolling Stone cover that Conan did. Where he's holding a hair dryer and his mane is just it's it's out and it's just flowing. Um and actually he, you know what I want to do? Oh sorry, finish. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I was just saying and, and then he has not tennis balls, but basketballs in his pockets. And people will be like, Why are the pockets so it just it's just like a weird <laughs> giant pocket statue. That's that's kind of what I was thinking. So Nathan, what, what, what were you gonna say? No, so, sorry it cut out. I didn't yeah. Um that's good. No, I, I think what I want to do is uh, have you know, like the eternal flame. I think yes. I'm, I want an no, eternal. No, no. What is that? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I want an eternal flame that's going to be shooting out of my head. That's that looks Cock? like my oh, hair sorry. blowing in the wind. Just, <laughs> yeah. just oh my off god, of my sculpt. Yeah, just flames of my long hair. Just just 
completely shooting out the the back of my scalp like I'm like I'm flying through the wind uh on mounted on my trusty steed that's what I want I want flames <laughs> of hair all right that, that's close to what I had in mind mine is you're in the exact same pose of the Michael Jordan statue at the United Center except you are wearing overalls with one button that's open exposing <laughs> the abs <laughs> And you're not jumping over just you're jumping over one person, but the bottom is just corn husks. And you've got that little metal thing that you wear on your hand to husk the corn. And that's going right through someone's jugular as you're dunking <laughs> a basketball that looks like corn with the flaming hair, eternal flame statue. So it's just really brutally violent up here. Gracious corn dunk the ball. That's that's what I want to see. That is. That is the most beautiful tribute to me anybody has ever uttered. Thank you so much. Oh, man. Please make that a reality. Speaking of statues and also Wrigley Field, which we were just talking about, one of the most insane, well, in my opinion, insane statues involving fire at Wrigley Field uh, at the um, – the, uh, the 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 bleachers entrance i couldn't remember what the hell the, the name was called they have a harry carey statue but at his feet are children but they don't do a full they don't do all their bodies so it looks like it's a bunch of little children faces burning in flames <laughs> at, his, at his feet and i bike by it all the time and I, it makes me laugh every time because you know harry carey kept a journal of every alcoholic drink he had while in chicago and there are children burning at his feet um Hi, so is it hot now then? <laughs> yeah uh, cool off with a tall, cool Budweiser. Uh, um, uh, also, quick question. Have either of you ever been in the arms of that giant handed statue in front of the DePaul Student Center? I have not. No? Nathan, have you climbed I, up you before? You mean have I, have I mounted the statue itself and embraced yeah. the hands? I don't think so, no. It never oh. occurred to me to do that. Oh my God! I've done. I'm assuming you have, Mitch. <laughs> yes, of course. You got. That's a tradition. They let you do that. Okay. Um, it's tradition. It's a tradition. Uh, that, that's that's. I mean, I, let's just hope you're not um, hiring the sculptor who did the first Ronaldo statue. Um, but other, other than that, that number two was very very good. Brian, keep us rolling here. Give us your number two, please. All right, number two. Back to food. Uh, this is a trip to a steakhouse with a very specific Ooh, kind outback? of meat. No. No. This is going to be a good steakhouse that serves a minimum 72-day oh. dry-aged bone-in ribeye. That's a minimum Ooh, of 26 baby. ounces served with a gravy boat side of Bernays, a oh. side of loaded mash, and heavily buttered and salted broccolini. This Fuck is what I up. want. This yes. is the meal. Oh. And I'm pairing this with a very specific drink I had. Mitch, you were here when I had this drink. Mm -hmm. It is a Manhattan from Jean's Italian restaurant at 11th and 6th in the village. Muddled cherries in a sugar cube, sweet vermouth, some good whiskey, and an orange twist. I remember waiting for Mitch and Danny at this restaurant. I got there an hour early, and I had three of these Manhattans sitting at the bar waiting for you guys. And I hadn't moved. I got the check. I had spent like $70 on Manhattans already before the steak dinner. And then I got up and I almost fell out of the chair. <laughs> I was like, 
<laughs> Whoa, these hit me. <laughs> so I finally got to the table with you guys. Of course, I ordered another one. And then we had a brilliant Italian dinner. Yeah. So that uh, if I could have that drink shipped to me uh, with a steakhouse giant ribeye, that, that's what I want for my birthday. Man, is this is this a is this a lonesome visit? Are you just by yourself enjoying like the, the the peace and the quiet, or do you have family with you, or what's the? I think this is a, this is a, this is a quiet quiet date with the lady. Uh, okay, it's just it's just too sad to eat the steak and <laughs> booze by yourself. You gotta have a partner <laughs> there. <laughs> I, w- I was gonna say I, I I could do it alone if I was eating that Chicago cut, you know, kind of overlooking yeah. the river. I could maybe yes. do that by myself. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's nice to share a steak with a friend for sure. Um, or a loved one. Um, man, are you doing, uh, okay. You said the, the, the butter broccolini, you're doing the mashed potatoes, the Bernays. Do you do a one at all? Do you have any kind of steak sauce? Absolutely not. Who eats a one? A one is the most disgusting sauce on the planet. I love that stuff. Of course you do. I would eat anything with that on (laughs) it. Of course you do. That is, uh, no, A1 is like the rat poison of condiments. Like, I can't, it's got to be nowhere on my table. I can't have it anywhere near. Even the smell of it, like, makes me nauseous. I can't, like, I can't do anything with A1. Nathan, back up your boy here. (laughs) Nathan. Wait, hello? Sorry, sorry. I I lost you guys for a second. Are you Googling? Uh, Are you Googling A1? No, sorry, I lost you guys. That's all right. I don't know what happened. Why is A1 a good sauce? Oh, why is A1 a good sauce? (laughs) All right, guys, get ready for some high-quality culinary analysis. I don't know what I missed, but here goes. Here is why A1 is a good sauce. I put it on food, and then I eat the food, and it tastes good and makes me happy. There. That's why it's a good sauce. Oh, no. Oh, was, <laughs> Brian calls it rat poison of the condiment world. And <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That... That 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 silence was just too good. Um, that's this. Your, <laughs> uh, for for those of you living in Chicago, I I highly recommend going to Chicago Cut. They've got some incredible greens there. Some nice cream spinach. Go for it. Um, I'm a little bummed you didn't mention cream spinach. That's my favorite steakhouse side. Um, I I was gonna give you two points for that, but then you called A1 the rat poison of the condiment world, (laughs) which I'm okay with because we all know what's the number one condiment in the condiment world? Ketchup. Ketchup. Yes, there we go. Thank you very much. Uh, Nathan, I saw you mouth it. Uh, We didn't hear you, but that's okay. Um, We love ketchup. All right. Uh, (laughs) Those are the number twos. they're both like Brian your steak was completely audacious and I love that I love the dry aging um that's when steak is the most incredible I love that you said bone in a lot of people don't want bones in their meat bone delivers the flavor you know what you are talking about I'm giving you three points and and Nathan of course the the, the the fucking long con. I mean, this is what we're here for. You're also getting three points. And uh, so let's go back to Nathan. Give us your number one uh, on top five ways to celebrate a birthday. Number one way to celebrate your birthday is to assume a new identity and start a new life. <laughs> oh. How many times has that been a thing? I feel like Nathan's listed this like eight times. Started. Do you just want to? Do you want to get out? Do you want to leave? Do you want to be someone else? Is, 
you know, say you're turning 45 or 50 or something. It's just things just aren't going well. Work sucks. You're in financial trouble. Whatever the case may be, you need that to get out. What better day than your birthday? Birth, a celebration of the beginning. Here's your new beginning. You're just going to sand your fingerprints off, get a new passport. <laughs> you know, like, didn't work out so well for Ronaldinho in Paraguay. Mitch will get that reference. Brian will do it later. Um, Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Head across the border. Dye your hair. Change your wardrobe. Your name can be whatever it want to be. You can start a new career and uh, say you were always a, a finance executive. Well, now you get to work on a fishing trawler, just like you always wanted to, but your parents said, no, 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 don't be a fishing trawler, son. That's too pie in the sky. You get yourself into the finance sector. So now you're working <laughs> on a fishing trawler somewhere off of British Columbia, and your name is Chuck. Everything's coming up, Chuck. Start a new identity. It's your birthday. And you get the same birthday, but you'll just, you know, you'll have to correct yourself on your 50th birthday when you're sort of thinking you're five because Chuck has only existed for five years. You got to still remember your old birthday and birth year. But sure. then uh, you're celebrating two things from every birthday forward. Your, your actual birth and when you became Chuck, the guy on the fishing trawler who has finally found fulfillment off of the beautiful Pacific sh uh, shores in British Columbia. What more could you ask for? Happy birthday, Chuck. May I suggest Charles Lee Ray to make Charles your passport Lee just Ray. a little bit more. <laughs> Charles Lee uh, Ray, Canadian fisherman. <laughs> what a dream and, and, come and, true. Every time uh, Charles Lee Ray goes to Tim Hortons, he's like, write my full name on the cup. Full name, Charles Lee Ray on the cup. Thank you, Tim Hortons. Don't call me uh, Chucky, goddammit. <laughs> Uh wow okay and 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 how long before a fishing trawler gets gets bored and then you resand your your fingers and then go <laughs> south again to the U.S. That's the wonderful <laughs> thing about this is the, this is the gift that, that keeps on giving. You know, one year you want to be aboard a fishing trawler, maybe uh, mm -hmm. maybe the next year you want to be a, a rail conductor uh, somewhere mm. in South America. You know, maybe you could head off to Australia and you could be a Segway tour guide uh, through you know through Sydney or Mel <laughs> Melbourne, a, a town yep. that I can never pronounce correctly. Melbourne. Yep. Yeah, Melbourne. Melbourne, but yeah. Yeah, you can, you can head to any any new number of passports. There's Basically, you can do this however, like, what are there, 207 countries in the world or something? Or maybe there's 207 well, that, bones in the body. That, I don't know. But, <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the, the, the sanding of the fingerprints might get old after a while, so you're going to have to be careful with that. But yeah, this mm -hmm. is the gift that keeps on giving every single year. A new beginning, a new birth, a new you. Happy birthday. I, I, I actually just got an email here from Q and they're saying it's the number of bones in the body is the same as countries on the earth. And what does that mean? You know, so let's figure that out. Um, so, uh, um, this is, I mean, you know, this is, you can do whatever you want. This is wonderful. This is like, this is a big, this is Pandora's box. You open uh, whatever's inside. Um, and, you know, f fishing is a nice, relaxing um, activity. And you talked about the anxiety of birthdays. So I think that that fits very nicely for you. Um, congratulations on your new life. That sounds great. Um, also, there are 206 Brian? bones in the body and 195 countries in the world. Just just to Close clear enough. that up. Yeah. But like, are we sure about that? Or like, because I'm not sure if. 
Because Cuse, are we sure? Well, what is a country? What are borders? What are bones? These are all the questions yeah. you're going to be asking yourself on those long, He's lonely nights on the fishing questions. trawler. I, I, yeah, I'm just asking questions. I want to do my own research, okay, uh, on yeah. Twitter. Thank you. Um, Brian, bring us home, buddy. Oh, man. My number one way to celebrate a birthday is how I celebrated my 29th birthday. It is short. It is sweet. Mm. It is watching Shaun of the Dead with no interruptions, with an ice cold pint and a Lou Malnati's deep dish butter crust with sausage, bacon, onion, pizza. That was a great birthday. (sighs) So uh, (laughs) Jenny asked me what I wanted to do. I said this. She made it happen. It was a great birthday. <laughs> There's no other de- <laughs> descriptions needed. It was awesome. We didn't want to go anywhere. It landed on a Friday or a weekend or something. And I'm like, I just want to watch my favorite movie with my favorite pizza. That's all I want. If I can get that, it'll be a great year. I and just, it happened. I, as a friend, I sincerely hope you get to do this again. And I hope you get to do it in the perfect setting. A 3,000 square foot house with a semi-finished <laughs> basement. Yes. That would be That's amazing. That's where it's Oh, I'm, I'm going to live stream my birthday every year. I'm just sitting in an unfinished, semi-moldy, wet basement. Dry, dry side of the basement, TV. though. Dry side of the, the dry basement. dry side. Beautiful yes. TV. Yeah, Fans are yeah. on. Doesn't smell that bad. Yeah, fans uh, are on. The, yeah. But the surround sound covers the hum of the the roar of the of the fan, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, that, that's where I will be for the next maybe 50 to 60 years if we're lucky. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Sure, sure, sure. Now, okay, I remember a, a previous birthday we watched A Knight's Tale together. Has Shaun of the Dead overtaken A Knight's Tale as your favorite? Did we actually watch A Knight's Tale for my birthday? I, at, I did like I do I do like that movie. I don't know if I've I've celebrated with it, but maybe we I were did. At, we were at Leslie's house and it was your birthday. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, wait, we did I remember watch that. this was this was the this was the birthday where your phone was broken. Because you obviously didn't call your friend Nathan. <laughs> I, I still, I still love that movie. It's still not my favorite movie anymore. Sorry, John okay. of the Den has overtaken it, but hey, uh, I still respect the hell out of it. Good movie. That's uh, that's that's this is a simple, um, beautiful way to celebrate your day of birth. Uh, your a, a marking of you continuing to survive. And be alive. That's it's always something to celebrate, um, yes. guys. That's it. You did you did a bang up job, uh, Nathan. You know this is this is you do the long con, uh, the 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 big move, the 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 big disappearance better than anyone um, on this show. I'm giving you three points for that one, Brian. I'm giving you I'm giving you two points for this one uh, because again. Um, you, you didn't remember that um, I made you a 72-ounce bone-in dry-aged steak on that birthday with Shaun of the Dead. And I made you the mashed potatoes. You don't you didn't remember that. I can't believe you forgot all that. Um, I'm, I'm hurt. My feelings are hurt. Um, Must have been hit over the head with the bone. I don't I, I don't remember. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Um, okay. I need to tally and I need to take into account bonus points as well here. It's going to take me a little time. So in that... Uh, uh, t- time frame. I'm going to give you guys something to, to chat about, if you will. Um, and I want uh, you to talk about uh, talk about your moms, please. What you love about them so much. Okay, go. Well, I, going off of birthdays, I like to spend as many birthdays as I can with my mom because, as I say, she played a pretty important role on that day too. <laughs> Aww. Aww. 
Well, yeah, since my mom spent 36 hours <laughs> trying to get me out and uh, it, it ended up with a vacuum being attached to my head so I could be yanked out. I feel like, yeah, she deserves to have my birthday spent with her for all that work, too. So, oh, man. Mom's that, a part of birthdays. Thank you, moms. All right, guys, I've I've uh, I've tallied it up. I got oh it here, boy. and uh, Nathan, you, of course, won the bonus point before the game ever started for uh, your listing of nothing. Uh, I, I, you know, <laughs> I, I, I can appreciate someone who doesn't have to celebrate their own birthday, who just likes the peace and quiet. But Brian, uh, I really liked your, your um, uh, roulette table one. You got the bonus point for that. But Nathan got the bonus point for doing quick math, and so he edges out Brian today. 15 to 14 congratulations nathan you've won a, you've won again man happy birthday good job good job <laughs> <laughs> i think this is uh this is the like maybe i don't know well this is a contradiction in terms now because i can't think of the number but this is we've done multiple uh quick math bonus points on the show <laughs> so, <laughs> yes which i can't so i'm not getting one for this sentence but um <laughs> this is definitely definitely a regular feature of the show going forward there needs to be a, a universally available quick math bonus point quick math. yes quick math. <laughs> i love adding numbers together subtracting not so much but adding yes thank you okay guys <laughs> it's time for the fast five so here we go top five bands that share a name with a horse number five don juan doobie <laughs> weed oh yeah number four <laughs> kissing george was one of america's premier horses w- w- wikipedia said um now this shares a name with a band of course but their recent album wet lips lumpy butt didn't pan out <laughs> according to critics number three <laughs> Clever Hans, famously a smart horse. Now, this Brooklyn uh, Clever band name uh, was like peak, you know, Brooklyn-y, uh, but they decided to remove the D from it, um, uh, which was a problem because they found out they shared the same name with uh, the premier German comedy king of sauerkraut pun comedy uh and people just found the comedian way too easily on spotify uh they never found ubiquitous uh fame because of that so sorry clever hans okay number two hoop jr 1945 kentucky derby winner now hoop was a former coke and love funk band of the late 70s headlined by aba players in their offseason but when they finally sobered up <laughs> opened their eyes and realized the money was gone it was the late 80s that's when they put their funk to work to teach kids about ronald reagan consumerism and the healthy fear of computers hoop jr number one <laughs> one cool cat this is the cartier champion two-year-old colt in 2003 for you horse nuts out there but this band is your friend Kyle's dad, Jerry. He's finally dusted off his keyboard and harmonica and is shooting his shot at stardom. He's not on Spotify just yet, but he's got a file he can link you on. And that's my top five <laughs> bands that share a name with a horse. That's this week's edition of Uber Cinco. Please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. And once again, folks, we love that hearty wom, word of mouth. So please tell your friends, tell your family, tell your loved ones, and send them your favorite episode. Um, they will become a fan, we promise. And thank you to the winner, Nathan, for, for joining us today. Uh, thank you very much. My pleasure. And uh, 
bringing up the rear once again uh, with his wet lips and lumpy butt <laughs> is Brian Ernst. <laughs> as, as always, I've been your host, Mitch Brinkman. And uh, as BizBear always says, you do you, because no matter how old you are, when you go for good, you can't take it with you. Auf Zane and adios. You've just listened to Uber Cinco, a production of UBK Studios. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your fine podcasts from. If you like what you hear and want to support the show, please visit our Patreon site at patreon.com slash UBK Studios. Every little bit helps us keep the lights on and the bill collectors at bay. Keep tabs on us on all the social media at UBK Studios, and most importantly, subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can see that we really are just a bunch of good Midwestern boys. Yeah.